danatalksradio.com listen live listen live We love your station. It's great. Listen here. Listen here. Listen here. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. News. The news others choose. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Welcome to the afternoon news on Ghana Talk Radio, broadcasting from our studios in Accra. My name is Sandra Asante. Top stories. Chairman Wontumi is not fit to lead the Ashanti region in breaking the eight. Former NPP chairman discloses TUC to resist any attempt by government to deny them improved conditions of service this year. Also, traffic is arrested, selling several genitalis. There's some more stories after the break. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. You're most welcome back from the break to first story. The member of parliament for Sisala West, Mohammed Adams Saparu, has stated his readiness to support students of the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology, KNUST, from his constituency who have been deferred by the school over non-payment of fees. 6,000 students from KNUST have had to defer their courses as they were unable to pay their fees. Per the school's administration, the students are to pay at least 70% of their fees. Those who were unable to pay have been deferred. The MP has asked that all KNUST students affected from his constituency should contact the following numbers for assistance. He's saying they should contact 020 64 68753 or 0541 551. Also, he said that he can also contact the other contacts here 0540 379 783 or 0209 251 783. The president of the Student Representative Council, SRC of the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology, Michael Ebois, says the student's body has set aside 50,000 to pay part of the fees for a number of students who have paid more than 50% of their fees. The long-serving constituency chairman of Tafo Pankrono, veteran Mr. Moses Kwame Donko, has today tenders his resignation from being involved in active politics while with a call on party leadership to unite in breaking the eight. Speaking to the media in press conference to announce his resignation, Mr. Moses Kwame Donko stated that it's been a privilege to serve as a chairman for such a big political party. He opened that a decision to quit from active politics as a constituency chairman will provide opportunity for the upcoming ones to come out with fresh ideas that can bring more impact to the party. Masum Danko Buzia Dumbo tradition as far back as 1959. Tina may step down not to contest the constituency elections to give way to uh, the younger ones. Since your party needed a seminar so chairmanship no President 
as veteran politician. And since I'm a friend, I say my career I'm there to money. Say my family career, I'm a Nkwarani Biabetwas. Say ready, I'm a say we must say since I pay break eight. Eight, I'm fan to come go to me break eight. I'm fan to come. Yeah, the abutre kuriye. Say be say be o say be nyansa. Ena ebiti mi dia break eight. Ebiti break twenty twenty four. Elections are polling station. Ene coordinators. Ene executives. Ene the air bank ina. Yami ina echi na yensu yunguse the air yano the air. No bia opese pepepenyini obepepus anase penyini wo as constituency a wo munyina no bia edi nkomo obia because wo munyina mp before ma obia wo ma ehia mienu wo ma ehia mensa wo ma ehia nine crano ma fru bia no wo ma di nkomo se obia nye boko empento ko bia if you set up for 2004 any nya constituency akotobe ye yi no oye on the post a kopinso no aso nko bio and just say, Waha, yet do you know? Now, Femi Bequin, I'm Wofia, you have a countryman, that winning, winning, mean Pedisa, and the bomb price, Sasso, Emma, and the Mimina, Obedi Chairman, and answer, and so I can't my new woman in Arkansas. The Yaman didn't be mine, and no, Nayamisha Swamai. Duty our news, duty our news. Former President John Dramani Mahama has extended his warmness sympathies to the family of Bishop Dankel's male's founder and general overseer of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches following the death of his first son. Bishop Dank's son, Dr. David Howard Mills, died in the United States after a short illness on Thursday, April 14, 2022, at the age of 31. In a Facebook post, Mr. Mahama said he, was, uh, he has visited the Danks to commiserate with them. He described the passing as painful while sharing uh, in the pain of a bereaved family. I visited the Howard Smith family on Thursday evening to express my condolences to Bishop Dank and the family on the loss of their son, Dr. David Howard Mills. Losing your child is a painful experience. Bishop Dank, his family, and the church's loss is our loss. We all feel the deep pain. I also express the condolences of my wife, Lodina, and the National Democratic Congress to the family and the Lighthouse Group of Churches, Mr. Mahama wrote. The former president was also in the company of some executive of the National Democratic Congress, NDC. A former Formina constituency chairman for the New Patriotic Party, NPP, Akwasi Inti, has said the only solution for the NPP to break the eight is to vote out the incumbent chairman of the party in the Ashanti region, Bernard Edribosiako, popularly known as Chairman Wuntumi. According to him, Chairman Wuntumi is on the verge of collapsing NPP in the region due to his abysmal performance as the leader of the NPP stronghold. Mr. Akwasi Inti, in an interview with the media on Thursday, 
day, April 21st, 2022, said Mr. Wontumi did not deserve a single vote in the coming elections. The MPP stalwarts called out the regional chairman, claiming he is out of touch with reality and he wants Mr. Bosiako's action to jeopardize the party's electoral fortunes in the Ashanti region. He further noted that Chairman Wontumi has hijacked the party. None of the regional executive is functioning. From secretary to the organizer, they have been made too redundant by the chairman, but they can't talk. Chairman Akwesi again accused Chairman Wuntumi of not ensuring the development of the party. He alleged that the chairman wants to assume responsibilities for his own interest and wants to take control of everything in the country. He later called on all party foot soldiers and delegates to vote out Chairman Wuntumi if the party really wants to break the eight. Tinise <laughs> Mr. Kwesi in T concluded by saying that it will be disastrous to maintain Chairman Wuntimi as the leader of the party in the region. Prospective aspirant, which is a constituency election, a veteran, a yellow constituency election committee, or more veteran or constituency. Yes, one nipper, a good care will be free drop bonso, a transioso, a baby veteran. The rest involved the way nipper, I say, it is the department. A nipper, I contest a bit more than twenty. Ah, more for car, I wish a nipper too. Because a committee, no, most winning in our constituency. Let's say a nipper, and the tension, the baby crew. Why say Yenyan constituency? Then, but that is a national debate. And say Yenyan constituency. When you nipa yeye kase, Adante no be say party no. The news others choose. To some business stories, the Petroleum Commission has charged beneficiaries of government-sponsored training programs in the upstream petroleum sector to commit to working in Ghana after graduating. The remarks follows the graduation of 149 Ghanaians after six months on hands-on technician training to enable them to work in the petroleum industry. Speaking at the graduation ceremony of the student in Takraji, the chief executive of the Petroleum Commission, Afbet Fabila Jr., said the training 
program cost the government 5.1 million cities and has led to the training of internationally certified professionals that can work in various aspects of the petroleum industry. Of the 149 persons who have graduated, 43 graduates are City and Guilds International Vocational Qualification, Level 3 Mechanical Technicians, IVQ Level 3 Technical Technicians. Also, they have a three progress uh, technicians as well as a three instrumentation technicians. At a cost of the Petroleum Commission, 7,500 US dollars for each of the graduates in question. In total, the commission spent 5.1 million cities for the entire training program. The best way to graduate can show appreciation is to commit to working in Ghana and help reduce the cost of oil and gas production in the country so that IOC and government will spend less in exploration and production of oil from the standpoint of Jokro localization, he concluded. Still on business stories, the Trade Union Congress has said they will not accept any excuse from government in relation to the improvement of the condition service for this year. The union said any attempt to cite the Ukraine-Russia war of inability to pay them as what is due will be resisted. Speaking at the organized Labour Pre-May Day Forum on Thursday, General Secretary of the Trade Union Congress, Dr. Yaoban, urged government to meet the needs of the labor unions, according to him, the challenges of the unemployment and poor conditions of service existed before the onset of the war and even COVID-19. He therefore said government should not hide behind COVID and Ukraine to say that Ghana is in this table because of these events. That prices go up every day. And this is next thing. Go to the market, the food prices are going up every day. And these are the conditions we are born ourselves in. And you know, it's very easy to blame the COVID. Duty our news. But listen, before you came and COVID, the situation in Ghana was not too good, especially with employment. Therefore, nobody to hide behind COVID and Ukraine to say that Ghana is in this state because of these two events. We will not accept that this year. Therefore, what is due us will come to us. The news others choose. Turning our turns to international story, Somali Foreign Minister Abdi Saeed Musi Ali says he had survived an assassination attempt involving regional government forces in the northeastern state of Putiland. Uh, Mr. Ali tweeted late on Thursday night as he was on holiday in the town of Gakayo when a regional police commander ordered local security forces to attack him and his family. He said the attack happened when his family was having iftar, the meal uh, taken after sunset during Ramadan that was hosted by a local traditional elder. He said he strongly condemned violence as a means to achieve political ends and hold all involved accountable by all means necessary. Putland Deputy Leader Ahmed Karash condemned the incident and pledged an investigation. But State TV reported that one soldier was killed and three people wounded in the attack on the minister. The incident came amid heightened tensions and prolonged electoral process mired by the alleged corruption and irregularities.
The Mozambican authorities are detailing two men found attempting to sell several male human genitals for 35 million karash, that is $42,000, also $33,000 in euros. The organs are reported to belong to a man who was murdered in Malanti area in Zambezia, province of the bordered Malawi. The suspected traffickers, aged 29 and 32 respectively, are said to have contacted a local trader and proposed to him to buy the organs. The trader, Antonio Ticopa, contacted the local authorities who subsequently laid an ambush on the suspects. The two suspects are in police custody, waiting to be taken to court. Mr. Ticopa said he has since been shown by people for his role in the arrest. We are in Nigeria, and the Nigerian GDL military News, says GDL it has News. seized more than 500 illegal guns from surveillance in the central uh, state of Plateau. Uh, the 517 weapons, including AK-47s, pistols, and locally made guns, were handed over by a military commander at a ceremony in Jos, the state uh, capital, on Thursday. They were seized over the last two years from criminals, including armed robbers and gangs that have been kidnapping people for ransom. A military spokesperson said some were seized in part of neighboring Boachi and Kaduna state. A number of people were also arrested. Some estimate indicates that there were around 6.5 million small arms and light weapons in circulation in Nigeria last year, about 90% in the hands of non-state actors. Authorities in Shanghai have said they will tighten the enforcement of lockdown measures as COVID surge continues in China's financial capital. New measures include placing electronic door alarms to prevent those affected from leaving, as well as evacuating people to disinfect their homes. Earlier this week, hundreds were forcibly evacuated from their homes to allow for buildings to be disinfected. The restrictions would take Shanghai's lockdown into its fifth week. Shanghai City officials says all infected patients and close contacts will be transferred to government-run centralized quarantine. In addition, disinfection measures will be escalated in some of the city's worst-hit areas. This will likely mean some GDL residents News, will be forced News. to move out temporarily, including those who have tested negative. You're still tuning into the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. Before we wrap it up with some entertainment story, UK singer Tom Grenan is recovering from an unprovoked attack which has left him with injuries including a torn eardrum, his manager has announced. The 26-year-old is said to have been attacked and robbed outside a bar in Manhattan after performing in New York on Wednesday. It has been forced to postpone his gig in Washington, D.C. on Friday as a result. Grenan's attack led to a breath of Love was nominated for Song of the Year at this year's Brett Awards. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio. You can log on to our website, www.ghanatalksradio.com, for more news updates. My name is Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the Sport Tidbit. Enjoy your afternoon. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR Ghana Talks Radio. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. GTR Sports. GTR Sports.
Join us on GTR for global tidbits on soccer. It's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium. What a stadium. Yes, this is the Sported Betongana Talks Radio with me, Sandra Asante. So, you know, the yesterday Eric Tan was named as the, you know, the permanent uh, coach for Manchester United. And today, former player Rooney is telling the Manchester United fans that they should be patient. Definitely good season will be coming to them. Also, NFL say that black coaches discrimination, yes, claims should be uh, thrown out or arbitrated. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back after the break. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. It's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium. What a stadium. Yes, welcome back. So starting with the soccer stories, the National Football League on Thursday said lawsuit by three black coaches. Yes, accusing the league of racist hiring practices uh, should be dismissed because the uh, you know the claims lack legal uh, merit or else sent to arbitration. So the league set forth its expected two defenses to the claims of uh, Brian Flores and two other coaches in a filing in uh, Manhattan federal court. Also ahead of a scheduled May second initial conference with USA District Judge uh, Valerie Camproni. But Flores uh, fired in January as the Miami Dolphins head coach after a back-to-back winning season sued in February, accusing NFL and its 32 teams of hiring discrimination uh, for coaching and senior management jobs. So also the two more uh, you know, black coaches, Arizona Cardinals head coach, I'm talking of Steve Wilkes also, and longtime assistant coach Ray Horton uh, they join as plaintiff in the proposed class action on April 7th. So, you know, Flores' case has shined on flattering, uh, you know, attention on NFL, which has long condemned races. So the league also uh, has since 2003 acquired teams to consider minority candidates for head coaching uh, vaccines in and the so-called Rooney rules in 2009 expanded uh, the rule to cover. So they are saying that they won't condone uh, you know, races, um, treatment at all. So away from that, Burnley are point uh, from safety after Thursday's two goals to nail win over Southampton and caretaker manager. I'm talking of uh, Mike Jackson urges players to use the result as a platform to secure the Premier League survival. You know that Burnley they are a point from safety after what happened to them. But goals from Corner Robert and Nathan Collins also secured Burnley's fifth win of the season as well. So the Clarets who sacked long seven manager yes on that last GTR week sports. Sports. on 28 points yes a point behind everton through to the messy side club half a game in hand so that's what it is happening so bernie's last holes yes wolverhampton wanderers on sunday and jackson said uh the squad was showing great sports so he said everyone has come together and it's a great result you're really uh pleased i have said to them that they have to enjoy the game when they win i have uh, seen in the last 
last few days, how they have been and how much it's meant to them. We keep seeing the spirit and they have gone and delivered it. So we are just here to help them. Of course, that's very helpful on him. But Rain Rooney, yes, said that new Manchester United, uh, Eric Ten Hank will need time from the board and patience uh, from fans if his squad rebuilds is to be successful. So United name Ajax Amsterdam coach Ten Hang as the new manager to succeed interim boss Rafa Rangnick from the end of this season with a 52-year-old signing a three-year deal. But, you know, Ten Hang is uh, the fifth permanent manager uh, to be appointed by the United since Alex Ferguson retired in 2013 and also uh, he will be taxed with reviving the fortunes of the Old Trafford Club who are sixth in the Premier League with just five matches left. But he think it's good to see now that they have put a manager uh, that looks like they are going to give him a bit of time. So Rooney is saying that I'm sure they are going to let him rebuild the squad because uh, that need to happen. But I think fans have to be a little patient uh, with it because it's not going to uh, change overnight or as quick as you will be. So United have won uh, one trophy since winning uh, the Europa League in 2017. And they uh, had last won the Premier League title and Ferguson in 2012 to 2013 uh, season. So this time around, that's what Rooney is saying that uh, fans should be patient. Definitely, uh, the season is going to be good ahead. So we hope to see that. But Liverpool said they are saddened by the recent rise in their vow chant. Uh, about the Hillborn Stadium disaster that they will call on the full force of lower to stop it. So you know that 96 Liverpool supporters were crashed to death in an uh, overcrowded and fenced in enclosure in the Hillsborough Stadium in uh, Sheffield before an FA Cup semi-finals uh, between Liverpool and Nottingham Forest in 1989. But another victim died also last uh, June, uh, 32 years old after suffering severe and irreversible brain damage but Liverpool's statement came after Manchester United condemned a fan who chanted completely unaccepted songs about the disaster during Tuesday's defeat by Liverpool at Anfield. So Liverpool FC is saddened by the recent rise in the Vale chant about the Hillsborough disaster Liverpool said in a statement on Thursday. So they said we know the impact this aberrant slur have on the families of the 97 and all those who survived or associated to the club. So they're saying that this is something that the fans shouldn't be joking with. So you know that last weekend, uh, Man City also apologized after some fans disturbed a minute's silence marking the 32nd anniversary of the disaster during the FA Cup semi-final defeat by Liverpool at Wembley. Also, this player has been in the you know, transfer windows for quite some time today. There is a news on him talking of Erlen Brandt Holland. So Borussia Dortmund striker Ellen Brand Holland is very close. They have been saying very close to today and today they are still saying very close to reaching an agreement to join Manchester City according to the Grillim, uh, you know, Balik. So Helen's contract expired in 2024, but a release clause allows him to move for 75 million euros. Uh, that is 62.8 million dollars uh, this summer. But you know that the Balik believes that, uh, you know, Manchester City, they said uh, they believe that, that no way forward the idea of joining now moving on to Real Madrid. So they said that he will be at Manchester City. I feel said the belongs. That's what they're saying. So uh, finally, if 
finally, this transfer of, uh, you know, Erling Haaland might be ending uh, this season. They say that definitely he's definitely going to be at Manchester City. We hope to see that. But, you know, the France striker 34 has scored, uh, you know, successive hat-tricks uh, in their Champions League knockout stage, helping him to career best 39 goals so far this season. So we hope to see him ending that one uh, to join Manchester City so that we can see more beautiful goals from him as well. But still on soccer stories, the buses purchase. This story is very shocking. We don't know where the buses are. The buses purchased for the transport of the national teams and delegations that took part in the AFCON 2021 in Cameroon have gone missing barely two months after the closing ceremony of the 33rd edition of the tournament. So according to the Cameroonian daily, yes, La Artidog, 89 out of the 90 buses put into circulation for the tournament have vanished. I don't know whether there's some some people wanting to, you know, to have Easter celebration or holidays with it. They can find it. The buses have vanished and the only bus remaining is that of the indoor uh, metable lions, which the team is using for their home games. I'm actually, we have to look into this one. So this development comes after reports surfaced uh, that the Cameroonian government has yet to pay some of the workers of the 2021 Afghan. But the... Taranga uh, Lions of Senegal won a 33rd edition of the tournament after beating Egypt in the penalty shootout. So we are looking for the 89 buses out of uh, the 90. We don't know where it's going to be. So maybe one of our panics will be helping us to, you know, uh, talk about where the buses are. But before that, in tennis to the decision of the bad or, you know, Russian and Belarusian players from Wembley over Moscow's invasion of Ukraine will incite hatred and intolerance that's what the belarus tennis federation btf said adding that they are, are seeking legal advice on the ban as well so we don't know whether it's a good thing that you know a wimbledon did or is really about them because they are saying that they definitely are seeking legal advice on that so in hockey mason uh, matchman had a goal of you know and an assist as Florida Panthers clinch uh, the Atlantic Division title uh, and best record in the Eastern Conference with a 5-2 victory over the Detroit, no, over the Detroit of, you know, uh, Red Wings on Thursday in Sunrise Fly. So, you know, the Panthers extended their winning streak to a franchise uh, record of, you know, uh, trying 12 games are to go marching around from December 15th, uh, 2015 to January 10th, 2016. So, you know, Alexander Barkov and Sam Rintard also netted power play goals and Noel uh, Akari and also Mackenzie Wigger scored for the Panthers who won for the 10th consecutive time at home. So also Sergio Boriski made 28 saves for his 38 uh, triumph to tie Navasel Drew Saros for the NHL League. Also, the Red Wings, not forgetting them as well. The Red Wings also got goals from Sam Negna and Tyler uh, Bertuzzi and two assists from Pius Suta. So it ended uh, Flames 4 stars too. That's how it happened uh, for them. It's really, really amazing. They are putting in great efforts on that. So 
this particular banning of uh, Russian and Belarusian, uh, you know, players is really affecting a lot of things. And Swimming's world governing body, Fina, said uh, on Friday it has suspended Russian Olympic uh, gold medalist. I'm talking of Eugenie uh, Rallo for nine months after he attended a rally in Moscow in support of Russia's military campaign in Ukraine. So the move that draws an angry reaction from the Kremlin and also a Russian sports official. They are saying that you're looking forward to you know have uh, a legal uh a legal uh, adversary on that particular one but Ryloff who won gold in uh, 100 and 200 meters a backstroke event last year took at uh, the tokyo olympics was among several athletes who attended the massive rally in moscow last month hosted by president vladimir putin before we continue Rylo's uh, story uh upon that to be joined by aziko on the sport Bay. good afternoon aziko if you can hear me welcome to the show yeah, good afternoon, uh, Russia. <laughs> Sandra, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I hope you are too. Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, we quite remember that, you know, uh, goalkeeper David here came to say that he believes Manchester United is cursed, but we got a very, very exciting news of they uh, getting, I'm talking of coach um, Ten as the permanent head coach for Manchester United. So comparing Ralph Rangnick, uh, we, we saw that we also got him as interim coach. We were looking for something this season great on at Old Trafford, but it never happened like that. What do you think, you know, uh, Eric Ten is bringing what is the supernatural thing he's bringing to Old Trafford? Well, um, if you look at his uh, uh, prospects as, as as a manager, and then the caliber he finds himself as mm-hmm. uh, as a coach, and then what his peers or his mates have uh, done as far as the game is concerned. Right. I think it's enough for us to see that the Dutch international mm-hmm. uh, will be able to uh, get some kind of success of Manchester United club. Now, uh, when we look at the fact that he has been the head coach for uh, Ajax, and we know what Ajax was able to achieve in the previous uh, season, season, as far as the uh, Dutch league is concerned, mm-hmm. and then they are uh, coming into the Champions League, and also participating in some few Europa uh, League games. Okay. We, we saw during his time what he was able to achieve for himself. I believe that as a centre-back, during his playing days, he was a centre-back. And I believe very well that one thing that has been worrying Manchester United mm-hmm. up at the moment has been their defensive midfield and their defence. Okay. Uh, no one I mentioned defence. Everyone's attention will go to uh, Harry Maguire. <laughs> And so believing so well that mm-hmm. uh, a defensive, uh, defensive-minded coach uh, is in, uh, let us not write off the attacking uh, powers of Manchester United because they still have a certain Marcos Rashford, they still have uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. and Bruno Fernandes. Attacking option, it is okay. Mm-hmm. So as a uh, as a former. Uh, centre back or as a former defender coming into a team like Manchester United, okay. he will know uh, that Manchester United players that are on loan mm-hmm. players should be called back uh, as far as their defence is concerned. And then which players is he going to show the exit door? But I must say this on authority that I don't know this season mm-hmm. about three players in the in the in the senior team mm-hmm. of the Manchester United uh, uh, setup are going to be released. 
Okay. They still have valid contract, but the, uh, the club would decide to uh, release uh, these, players. these players. And the reason is that they want to uh, make sure that uh, they, they don't overburden themselves with uh, financial issues. Yeah. So the, uh, it can make way for them to make new purchases. Of and those course. new purchases will be that of coding it for this okay. and then also defensive it for this. Okay. The coming of Eric is, is, is at its best time. Okay. And I believe that Manchester United with a proper signing and letting go uh, some surpluses or some players that are now surplus to requirements, okay. uh, better signing uh, will, will give them glory in the coming uh, uh, seasons. Okay, we definitely we hope to see that. But you know that uh, we are still talking about Aaron Tian. You know that uh, when uh, Raf Rangnick came, we, we were saying that, oh, we needed to give him some time to work on that. Today, uh, Wayne Rooney is saying that Manchester, uh, the fans would have to uh, make time, the board have to make time, and the fans have to be patient if uh, the, his squad rebuild is to be successful. Do, do you think, uh, from what you're saying, you say he's really, really uh, overqualified from your, your, your statement saying... What time do we think we, we might we might we might have to give him, or he's just ready for the job at once? Good. So uh, let's not also forget that Rap came in as a caretaker coach. He was uh, he was in the uh, not as a substantive manager for Manchester United. Absolutely. Certain privileges and certain decisions cannot be made uh, as far as uh, a caretaker coach is concerned. So as a caretaker coach, you are to manage the resources within your disposal the, at that particular moment you, uh, there are certain things that you cannot do Absolutely. as a caretaker coach and then also even that respect that recognition that you could get from some of the uh, your, your fellow technical mm -hmm. people or even the team okay. you will not get that because you know that you are brought in to just come and salvage a situation for, and for then when your days okay. uh, are up you will have to mm -hmm. uh, leave Looking at all these factors, the time has come uh, that uh, Manchester United will be able to um, at least get themselves back, okay. uh, if not to uh, their, their glory days. At least they shouldn't be the Manchester United we are witnessing right now. Absolutely. They are currently, Manchester United is just playing like a regular uh, QPR team, mm -hmm. and then that is. Uh, not the standard of Manchester United. Of it's not the first time teams are going into crisis mm -hmm. this way. Uh, Chelsea have faced that before. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool has faced that before. Mm -hmm. But then it wasn't abysmal as we are witnessing. witnessing. Because okay. you have the resources. Mm. You have the money and all that. So what is actually the cause? Okay. And this is an advice uh, to clubs that overkeep managers. If you look at teams that overkeep managers, um, when uh, they begin when they, those managers leave the team, mm -hmm. and then uh, they want to get back. Things are really, really hard. And a team that we should look out for is uh, Atletico de Madrid. Okay. After the exit of Diego Simone, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, uh, that if, if uh, care is not taken, I will not be surprised at all if the if Atletico Madrid leaves the uh, that is the La Liga Santander. Okay. Because it has a very long-term effect. When, since the exit of um, Sir Alex Ferguson, mm. any coach that comes to Manchester United, uh, we all know that things, things don't work for the. No matter what resource you give, if you give the award 11 yeah. to such a coach, it is always difficult. Yeah. So you even know what happened to Ole Gunnar as well. As effect 
on their performance when it comes to the long-term uh, success of the team. Okay, okay. We, ho we hope to see what will be happening. Definitely, we are hoping that it will be great news. But, you know, Wembledon, they ban, you know, Russian and Belarusian players from, uh, you know, their games. And today, the Belarus Tennis Federation, BTF, is saying that they are seeking legal advice on that particular ban. We all know the sources of uh, the reasons why these players are being banned. Do you, do you think seeking legal advice is the right thing to do on their part? Uh, well, I saw this coming because uh, you remember that during the uh, Beijing 2022, 20, uh, uh, okay. uh, and then uh, some tournaments in the year uh, 2000, the year 2021, oh. Russia Olympics. Uh, GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Just as the name, okay. uh, Rock, uh, Russia Olympic Committee. They were mm. not allowed to participate using what the uh, Russian. Uh, flag Flags, for that matter, yeah, and, and the name Russia. So I saw this coming, and I know that some well-organized associations or federations, mm. uh, when they are having their international tournament or their world tournament, uh, looking at uh, what is happening currently uh, with the invasion of uh, Ukraine, okay. they are going to uh, give out some of these sanctions mm. because they believe that if Russian athletes or the, uh, they come in the, to uh, participate and talk glories, these glories come, uh, some, uh, the, the, most often comes with money and all that. Of course. And so the fear is that when they have enough money mm -hmm. uh, and then they send it to their country, that's where they have enough financial muscles of to course. act more or to cause more, uh, to cause further invasion. Okay. And so it is the reason why we saw that happening mm. with uh, FIFA and uh, when it comes to football. Of and course. now we are seeing that with uh, tennis. Mm. I anticipated that and then last week I mentioned this on my show mm. that definitely there's something that is going to happen okay. and trust me during the Roland Garros mm -hmm. uh, tennis lovers should expect some of these things mm. that Russian uh, tennis players are really going to suffer and so this whole issue of Russia and Ukraine is uh, brought to an end it's, it's really sad that it's happening to them because, uh, you know, some fans were saying on social media that it is quite discriminatory to do that. And also the players are not the ones, uh, you know, bringing out the whole uh, situation on Ukraine. But it is what it is. Since their country is connected, it definitely feels some, you know, uh, pain somewhere else. Thank you so much, Aziko, for joining us on the Spotted Bit on Ghana Talks Radio. Thank you very much, Sandra. It's really sad that it's happening to the players. But, you know, uh, President of Vladimir Putin, you have to definitely uh, give up this time around because your players are really suffering from all walks of sports because of what is happening uh, from on uh, Russia's part on Ukraine. But before we wrap it up in NBA today, Desmond Bain scored 26 points to left the visiting Memphis Grizzlies uh, to 104. Yes, uh, 95 victory over the Minnesota uh, Timberwolves on Thursday in Game 3 of the Western Conference, uh, you know, uh, first one play of the series in the Minneapolis. But Big sunk seven uh, three-pointers at the second-seeded Grizzlies overcame with a 26-point deficit to seize a 2-1 lead in the series. So Game 4 is uh, Saturday in Minneapolis. We hope to see what will be happening. But Brandon Clark collected 20 points and eight rebounds off of the bench uh, for the Grizzlies as well. So yesterday, we know 
all that, you know, um, talking of a Nova men's basketball coach, uh, Jay Wright, retired after 21 uh, season. The school announced that on Wednesday. But today, Fordham University coach and former Vanilova assistant, Kali Hnupton, has been named Red successor. But you know that um, over the past 21 seasons, I have had opportunity to leave out or a professional dream as a head coach of the Villanova. That's what Red said in a statement. But today, something is really happening on that I'm talking about. Uh, the CBS senior uh, sports writer, Matt Lonanda, uh, had this to say about Red's retirement. But we know that he won uh, six Big East titles and reached uh, the NCCAA tournament 16 times in Villanova. Also, uh, four of these teams reached the final four, including last season's squad, which fell to the eventual national uh, champion Kansas Hazels as well. So the 60-year-old reader has uh, inducted into the Smith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame in 2021. So, you know, uh, this is what Matt Lonanda has to say about Red's retirement. One everyone knew about and the other almost no one knew about. And for Jay Wright to make a Final Four in what should now be his final season, we can get to what I'm told about his NBA wants or desires mm -hmm. in a second here. I think it actually... It's about as good as you could possibly end, shy of, of going out with the title a la Al McGuire, John Wooden. It's extremely hard to do that. And I think, it, all things considered, I actually think it enhances his legacy. And I do think that Jay Wright retiring uh, the way he is doing now, he goes down undoubtedly as a top 20 all-time men's college basketball coach. He can be even higher on that list if you want to debate top 10 or whatever. You can, but he is undeniably one of the greats in the history of the sport. Undeniably, one of the great in the history of sports that was a CBS senior sports writer, Matt Lonanda, saying uh, some few things that he thinks about uh, right retiring uh, completely. But in boxing today, Mark Tyson was involved in a scuffle with another passenger on an airline at San Francisco International Airport. Yes, on Wednesday, his spokesperson has confirmed to ESPN today. So TMZ posted uh, about to show Tyson punching the passenger who was seated behind him and previously was sent trying to get. Tyson's attention was he trying to have a bout on a plane? I don't know about that. But the other man was also shown subsequently in the video with bloody cut on his head as well. So Tyson's spokesperson said, unfortunately, Mr. Tyson had an incident uh, on a flight with an aggressive passenger who began harassing him and threw a water bottle at him while he was uh, in his seat. So Tyson uh, eventually traveled to Miami where he was photographed on Thursday in a nightclub with former Westland Stam talking of reflect who tweeted the picture but tomorrow something big is happening yes we are looking forward before 96,000 people i'm talking of wbc champion tyson fury and talenda dillian white they paid respect to each other and even shared a handshake as they meet for the first time since the heavyweight bout was announced so you know the brighton will fight at wembley stadium in front of 96,000 fans saturday night you don't have to uh, miss that but you know the fury 33 will be making second defense of the title he won in February uh, 2020. to 34 also kept a low profile since the fight was announced. Frustrated with his split off uh, the person. So if you didn't see the face to face, if you've not heard about the face to face, uh, this is what went on there. Welcome, Tyson. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. So we're going to get right to it. And with every possible respect to you, Dillian. We're going to ask the champion to get us underway, kicking off here at Wembley Stadium. Tyson, the floor is yours. Hello. 
Good afternoon, everybody. Big turnout again. Room is absolutely chocker. Um, the fight is here. Big night's just a few days away. Dillian's landed. Boys are here. Cameras are here. Lights, camera and action. I'm sure everyone's got a lot of questions, so I won't uh, ramble on all day. Peace out. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tyson. Well, Dillian, we have been waiting for you. You're very welcome. Nobody disputes your right to be here on this massive occasion. Please give us your opening remarks. Um, hello, everyone. Thanks for coming out. You know, it's a big fight. Us pause. Of course, why does he? It's a big fight, and he is excited to be there. And he said, "Sorry, I couldn't be here earlier, but I'm here now." So, of course, we also excited that he is here now. So, it's happening tomorrow night. Yes, that is between Tyson Fury and Dillian White happening in front of 96,000 people at Wembley Stadium. So, you don't have to, you know, mess that out. You have to definitely stay tuned for that to see whether Tyson Fury will be able to take back what he is having, or Dillian White will be taking. Taking it away from him. Thank you so much for joining me for the Sport Tidbits on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sanjo Asante. Today is Friday, 20 hits countdown. Nigerian tunes don't go anywhere. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Girl, I don't really care about your body type yeah. What will you matter now your vibe? Yeah. I'll be the one for you, one for you You don't really have to be the one to go Ain't nobody fine like you Girl, I'll be the one for you, one for you And I feel like I've known you my whole life Feel like I need you in my life Nobody can tell me otherwise This baby will be mine Talks Radio. Yeah, I'm back again. This time around, you know that when it gets to entertainment, I got super excited because I know that's the best part of life. Getting to know our favorite celebrities, getting informed about what's going on with them, and seeing the beautiful pictures on social media as well. So, you know, yesterday I told you that the Queen was celebrating her birthday, but something really bad nearly happened to her yesterday. But you know that also, uh, you know, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp is still ongoing with, you know, uh, the uh, trial left back-to-back defamation, and it's also there on it. But 
We're starting with uh, the royalty and Princess Eugene uh, extended gratitude to her grandmother, British uh, Queen Elizabeth II, who turned 96 on Thursday with a touching tribute to the monarch on her birthday. So, you know, Eugenie. Ah, turned to uh, Instagram handle, yes, and posted a sweet childhood photo uh, with the Queen and uh, Prince Philip to wish a monarch a very happy birthday. If you're watching on Facebook, you can see that beautiful picture. She's looking really amazing there with the Queen and uh, Prince Philip. Uh, so, but you know, uh, Queen Elizabeth turned 96. It was really excited receiving a rousing happy birthday from a military band and ceremonial uh, gun salute after the trouble. But this is where the old issue is. Queen Elizabeth nearly... Yes, she nearly misses a head-on collision uh, with a white Nissan joke on the day of her birthday because of a quick thinking of her driver. Yeah, so the incident was avoided thanks to her driver's ability to slam the brakes just inches away from the car on her duty hour. So how can this back then and newly happening to her? Because you know that she even got COVID-19 and she has been able to pass through it. So how can this birthday newly happen to her on her birthday? But we thank God that nothing happened but the nissan juke is said to have been driving at you know 30 mph and was forced to swerve close to the queen's range rover ending up on the grass verge to avoid the head-on coalition so according to the sun a passerby recounted the potentially fatal accident which was narrowly avoided thanks to the driver's quick thinking so that is why he is the driver uh, for the monarch because he has been able to avoid that particular sad incident but Samantha Marker is here, and Meghan Markle's half-sister is raising questions about the existence of Archie Harrison and Lilibet Diana. So speaking to LBC on Friday, Samantha tells Nick Ferrari about, you know, logical responses are conspiracy that says Archie and Lily do not exist. This sister and the father, they really messing up with Meghan Markle. She added that even their father, Thomas Marco, has not seen the children's full frontal faces. She said, and I quote, of course, he is sad as a grandfather. He wants to see the children. You want to see uh, that your children are happy, your offspring. But the half-sister also uh, of the Duchess of Success then propagated fake aggregate news claiming that the babies don't exist this and that and that and what oh god when all these people let megan breathe we've seen we've seen archie and lily bit how could they not exist like i'm surprised with my own self but that's what it is we're talking about unassisting children nicholas cage finally revealed that he is having a daughter with wife rico shibata in latest interview so in an appearance on the kelly clarkson show the big actor made the big announcement as he shared he will be naming his little one after late john lennon and also uh, his father august archie uh, Coppola. So I'm gonna have a little girl, a 58 year old starter on the show. He added, and I quote, because of Across the Universe song, her name is gonna be Lennon Argy. That is Argy after my father. So the actor recorded how he felt frozen, paralyzed uh, by the music when he first heard the song played uh, by his Dick's jockey father at his radio station, saying it is his favorite song ever written. So from this particular music, the, the person singing and the person playing the song is giving 
give him the inspiration to get a name uh, for his future daughter. That's really exciting. But Prince Harry came under media fury after claiming that his goal is to protect the queen and making sure that she is surrounded by the right people. This is where Pierce Morgan would just taunt in and on it. But while the Duke of uh, Success is still attending Invectors Games, a group of journalists reached out to him to ask for clarification on the statement while Harry was in the Burgie on Thursday commuting from the venue to his hotel. Photographers asked, you know, Duke of Series questions and, you know, that's where they got him saying that he wanted to definitely protect the Queen. So they said, how do you feel about the reaction uh, to your interview, sir? And how are you going to protect the Queen, sir? Uh, so, you know, a royal source uh, earlier commented on Prince Harry's remark, it's not the Queen's birthday and despite, uh, it is the Queen's birthday and despite a difficult year, people working full of streams ahead, uh, making her platinum jubilee an event to remember that properly honors such a remarkable woman and she just doesn't deserve this. So that's what he's saying, that he would definitely protect the Queen on that. But on top of that also, Prince Charles could be torn between family and, you know, uh, duty after Queen's death. Royal U.S. host Christina Garibaldi and Christine Ross tell the Prince of Wales might feel uh, the responsibility to welcome Harry back to his royal duty when he becomes king. Brighton, however, do not want a success couple to return, uh, not the host. But we've heard this one before. They went to the U.S. They came back again because, you know, uh, that's family. They're definitely going to be family. Family and they came back to uh, the UK. Whether or not Pierce Morgan and Cole don't like them coming back, they came back. But Miss, uh, you know, Garibaldi spoke on how Royal Watchers on the show, Mark Fu, uh, said that whether Prince Charles likes it or not, he will have to listen to the people absolutely. So he said, I don't see people forgiving Harry and Meghan anytime soon. That's why I can't see Charles allowing them to be part-time royals. I like that particular statement, part-time royals. I wish it could be a part-time royal too but that's not what it is so i don't see how people are forgiving that also i think it's wishful thinking at best mess uh garibaldi added we will have to wait and see absolutely so we definitely have to wait and see on what's gonna happen uh, when prince charles and everything connected to Meghan markle and prince harry hit on that but you know prince harry is coming under influence of a selfish wife Meghan markle that's what experts are claiming so you know foreign um policy researcher of Margaret. Yes, Margaret Thatcher. Neil Gardiner commented on Prince Harry's latest statement where he talks about protecting the Queen. So the foreign analyst wrote, and I quote, the stunning decline of Prince Harry harbors a delusion and the incredibly destructive influence of immensely self-centered Meghan Markle, who has done all she can to undermine the Queen, the royal family, and the Great Britain. That's what experts are saying that, you know, Prince Harry wasn't like that before, but now he is behaving just like Meghan Markle, but they are partners, you know, a few things, people are going to let a few things from each other and that's what it is. But, you know, they, they lost their son because, you know, it's part of life to have bad happenings, but they are definitely concentrating on the, the daughter because uh, the living is the one that makes happiness the real feel of the world. I'm talking of Cristiano Ronaldo and Georgina Rodriguez today. 
uh, they are delighted the millions of fans. Yes, they delighted the millions of fans with the first photo of the newborn daughter. Yes, following the death of the twin son. So, taken to Instagram, Georgina and uh, Ronaldo uh, posted a family photo that features their newborn baby daughter as a Spanish model returning home. If you're watching on Facebook, oh my goodness, you guys are really enjoying that picture. It's really beautiful because, you know, the family, I know they are sad over the boy, but they're happy because the daughter is also in the house. You can see Mateo, uh, Elena, and, you know, Eva. That's a beautiful uh, children. Also, you can see Cristiano Ronaldo Jr. and the new baby beautiful girl also with the dad. Uh, so, well, it is really beautiful. So, they shared the adorable photo with the caption home sweet home absolutely uh home is sweet so they added saying geo and our baby girl are finally together with us we want to thank everyone for the kind words and gesture your support is very important and we all feel the love and respect that you uh have for our family now it's time to be grateful for the life that we have just welcome into this world absolutely we're the fans we love them so so badly and we believe that personally i really believe that they're the best family in award and they deserve to be happy absolutely we welcome a geo and beautiful baby i'm hoping to know what her name will be back to the cr7 family yes absolutely but jennifer lopez reportedly had a surprising reaction to jennifer garner because today is jennifer garner's 50th birthday bosh and jennifer lopez has been invited to it i was shocked how can the ex's rivals be oh but it's a birthday party invite, so what can I say? But according to inside sources, J Lo finds Garner's birthday invite super sweet, especially since it's important uh, to all of them. And J Lo says she would uh, she would like to try as well. So we hope to see. So according to the insider close to Nollywood Life, the main reason Garner decided to extend the invitation in the first place is because uh, she is in a really uh, good place with Ben and Jennifer Lopez as well. So we'll be seeing Jennifer Lopez at you know. Karen's boyfriend, not boyfriend, they fancy actually engaged. So Karen fancy's ex-wife's birthday. Ooh, this is like you know having Scott Disick at a Kardashian family's party. I'm not saying anything, but talking about the Kardashians, you know that they have a rivalry issue with you know Black China for a very long time. That's your brother's, uh, you know, ex fiance. But Chris Jenner admits that Kylie Jenner suffered greatly because of um, a daily death threat or because of a relationship with American rapper Tiger. So you know that a revelation about the scary incident was uh you know was that that brought to light by kardashian jenner mother i'm talking of chris jenner so according to page six the culprit was black china and she sent deadly and daily threat against kylie while leaving right across the street so all due to the fact that the young jenner dated ex-boyfriend i'm talking of tiger you know chris made admission in the candid interview uh with outlet and began by admitting that it was alarming but we just keep it in the family but you know that five years ago in one of the keeping up with the kardashian episode they were saying that they were trying to you know bring a uh, china to the family in as much as we know having that you know good relationship uh, with her and you know rob at that time that's a brother rob but they were trying to you know make her be part of the family so how can this that threat be it i wanted to watch and listen to that particular episode calling black china to chloe's birthday party to deal with so maybe if she felt like we were all like inviting her to your party, then she would feel like more accepted because it's like 
You know what I mean? Imagine if you were in her shoes. I'll call her. Would she want to go even if Rob? Yeah, I mean, if I was like, hey, I'm going, come. Like, I'm sure she would love to hear that, like, you want her to go too. You know what I mean? I think she feels like you don't like her. I don't know her. Obviously, when Rob first told me about his relationship with China, how I first found out, it just wasn't on good terms. But I don't really know China. I've never hung out with her one-on-one. -on -one. I've never had her phone number, none of that. And I want to change that. I want to change the energy within the family. I want to make everything just happy and that we're all just accepting of one another. Hey. It can even feel that China was really excited to even get a call from Kim Kardashian. And she, in that episode, accepted to attend Chloe's, uh, you know, birthday party. But it's really shocking that Chris Jenner is saying that, you know, Akali is having threats and all that. But it is different because this is not just about uh, the brother Rob. This is about Tiger, you know, the lover boy Tiger. But talking about lovers dying and having trials, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, the uh, trial is all on it. And uh, Amber Heard submitted a video of Johnny Depp assaulting some kitchen cabinet in a drunken rage or while she laughs into the camera. The video of the incident, you know, has been offered as evidence and shows Depp's assaulting cabinet in a drunken rage during the most recent hearing. Uh, so, you know, the video also featured Heard as she stands beside the camera, hiding it on multiple occasions. So while Depp can be heard visibly cursing under uh, his breath, Heard asked what happened. So after... Um, after repose, response on that, she she again uh, can be heard saying, oh, I did was say sorry. Did something happen to you? I think so. And it was really, really very, uh, actually, uh, viewer discretion is advised those watching on Facebook. It's quite violent, but definitely that's what it had turned up at the court to listen to this and watch as well. Donna Talks Radio, number one. This is Sonatox Radio, the best drug in the nation. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. What happened? Ghana Talks Radio, number one. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. Nothing happened this morning, you know that? Ghana Talks Radio, number one. So that was very violent to do, uh, happening with Johnny Depp, you know, crashing cabinet and all that. And at the end of the video, it was extremely violent. So we can show you that unless maybe you're finding yourself because uh, he got to know that Amber Heard was definitely filming that particular happening and it got struggling with the phone and all that. And, you know, he admitted at a trial that, you know, he knows it's quite uh, uncomfortable and quite violent in the video. But, you know, it, it was really one of his, you know, his down and bad moments. And we definitely forgive him for that. But Zendaya is confirming that 
that she will not be able to attend the fashion's uh, biggest event of the year due to clash on schedule. So the Dune actress has revealed that she would skip the Met Gala. I was looking forward to see her beautiful, you know, appearance on on the red carpet. But for the third time in a row here, she said, "I am so sorry to disappoint my fans here, but I won't be. I will be working." The actress also told Extra on that she further said, "Your girl's gotta go to work and make some movies." So I wish everyone the best. I will be playing tennis, but I will be back eventually. I will keep delivering in other ways. But you know that uh, a pair of the Times comment, it's tennis comments, and they I will be shooting her forthcoming romance drama challenges. And she will be portraying Tashi, a tennis player, trained coach who forces a husband. I'm talking of art, and that's Mark Fierce to compete in a tournament on the lower level professional tennis challenger uh, circuits against his former best buddy and the former lover. So, you know, that the movie title even tells that it is very challenging because from a very normal, you know, Superman girlfriend to, you know, uh, a tennis player is definitely gonna be a uh, very challenging one but we know zendaya she is amazing and she'll be doing that so she won't be able to appear at the med gala definitely we can watch a previous you know uh videos of her on the red carpets and you will be fine but there is a suit here i'm talking about real housewife nana leagues Yes, accused NBC Bravo of race bias in lawsuit. A franchise, a real housewife, has filed a lawsuit against. Um Accusing uh, Comcast Corp, I'm talking of NBC Universal and sister network Bravo for tolerating a racially hostile work environment. So, Nana Leakes, who stood on The Real Housewives of Atlanta uh, for seven seasons, claimed that she suffered racial abuse from white co star Kim Azokiak Burnman for years and was retaliated against NBC and Bravo for complaining. So, the lawsuit filed on Wednesday in Atlanta Federal Court. Also names Real Housewives executive producer Andy Gohan, other producers and production companies True Entertainment and True Original as defendants. So that's what is going on. She said that they will have been doing a discrimination for a long time and that is not what uh, she is looking forward to see. So NBC and Bravo did not immediately respond to request for comment but Cohen and you know uh, the man who is not a defendant in the lawsuit could not immediately also be rich as well. But you know wrapping it up with an exciting story before we wrap it up the red carpet this is not the oscars red carpet or you know the grammys red carpet this is you know i'm talking of the latest movie yes from the stables of semi-media production is premiering on may 1st and 2nd at the silver cinemas accra more and west hills more as well as our golden eagle cinemas uh kumasi on may 2nd so that's what it is happening so that was communicated a press launch of the movie uh, held on, uh, you know, uh, Friday earlier and they're telling us that it's definitely premiering on the 1st of May as well as 2nd of May in Kumasi. So 1st of May is in Accra and 2nd of May is in Kumasi. So uh, the speaker, speaking on the press launch, the producer of the World Carpet, Samira Yakobo, stated that the script has been with her for a very long time. We are, dis- we are really delighted that she's bringing it in 2022 after COVID. So she she said that I have had the script for about seven years, but I was so 
expensive to shoot but i didn't give up we finally shot it about three years ago and wanted to premiere it two years ago but covid 19 didn't make it possible so here we are today by the grace of god to premiere it to media before the public uh premiere on first may and second of may as well so you know actresses uh jackie appear and sally gully are adding or and sandry to train up and experience this beautiful uh, amazing movie called the red carpet let's listen to them it was just it was fun I've, I've, like you said i've worked with them in the past um one big family we're happy um um but um some it was just it was fun I've, I've, like you said i've worked with them in the past um one big family we're happy um um but um samira was like she wanted everything on point she wanted everything to be Donald so well Trump's so she was she was always one. stressing us and everything but it like watching and i now see it all paid off you know and uh, you know because she wants you on set 8 a.m 7 a.m you get on set 9 she's calling why are you why are you late you know but um it was fun we had a we had a great time with the director frank wants nothing but the best from his actor he'll make sure he'll push you till you get it right very beautiful sets to, to even i mean the experience of acting along with my friends sandra and i you know we were literally the day before we went on set we were literally out till am hanging out and then the next day we find ourselves having to work together and it has been a beautiful experience all through everybody even those who didn't know each other or hadn't met each other became friends on set this is a huge story like i said and i believe this is something that has never been done before because they're saying it's something that has never been done before. So we definitely have to look forward to the red carpet. You know, uh, Dr. P.I. is dirty in that. Sally Gali, Julie Abraham, Sandra Abbey. So, you know, great actors and actresses representing the red carpet. So don't mess it out. Definitely remind you. But if you can take it on your calendar too, so that you don't forget about it. This is where I'm wrapping up on the entertainment. Have on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Santi. I'm wrapping it up. I want you to have... Have an amazing weekend. Enjoy to the fullest. Treat yourself good. Spread love. Feel love. And you know, enjoy love. But before I leave, I'm going to remind you that DJ Kobe Rich will be turning up with, you know, Ahima Lillian on the show. And Punimpu, yes, tonight from 6 uh, to 10 p.m. So you don't have to go anywhere. Stick and stay with Ghana Talks Radio. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news packages programs right here from GGR Ghana Talks Radio